Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio's ESL podcast. Oh my God, I hope this podcast gets to you well. I hope all is well in the world where you are right now. And today, like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a long one. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to listen to 18 short conversations. All right. Involving people who are traveling on business. So what you have to do is figure out where are the speakers, okay? So here we go. In a taxi, at check-in at the airport, in departures, meaning they're in the lounge waiting, at the hotel, at customs, or on the plane. Now, normally on the plane and, you know, I guess you could say at check-in or at the hotel, it's very easy. But, you know, customs and, you know, customs and check-in can get very, very confusing, right? And so this is going to be a very, very long audio, okay? I'm just going to let you dive in. And again, listen to it, make some, you know, figure out what exactly and where they are and whatnot. And again, if you guys are following me on my Arsenio's ESL podcast, uh, I will put some of the snippets on there. So, well, as a matter of fact, all of the 18 snippets depending on uh, if any of you follow me between now and then, okay? So nonetheless, I will be waiting for that. And until then, again, I'm actually speaking on a microphone that's in my ear because it's very, very loud at the condo I'm at right now. So I'm on top of the roof and I'm hoping that it does not rain because it seems like it might rain. And if it rains, I'm really screwed. So nonetheless, let's dive right into this, okay? 18 short conversations. Mike is going off, and best of luck. 28. Conversation 1. Excuse me, is there somewhere I could send a fax from? Certainly, sir. There's a business center on the third floor. Conversation 2. Did you pack your bags yourself, sir? Well, no, my wife... Oh, uh, I mean, yes. Yes, of course. Conversation 3. Could I ask you to open your luggage, please, madam? Oh, all right. Will this take long? Only someone's meeting me. Conversation 4. Window or aisle? Uh, window, please. Uh, but not near an emergency exit, if possible. You can't put the seats back. Conversation 5 This is your captain speaking. We're now at our cruising altitude of 11,000 metres, making good time and just passing over the Costa Brava. Oh look, there it is, full of British tourists. Conversation 6 can you tell me what time you stop serving dinner? Half past ten, madam. Are you a resident? I can reserve you a table if you like. Conversation seven. Uh, Heathrow Airport, please. Terminal one. I'm in a bit of a hurry. Well, I'll do what I can, sir, but the traffic's terrible this morning. Some sort of accident, it said on the radio. Might be quicker taking the tube. Conversation 8 British Airways regrets to announce the late departure of flight BA761 to Buenos Aires. 
This is due to the late arrival of the plane from Argentina. Estimated departure time is now 15.10. Oh, here we go again. Conversation 9. This is your captain speaking again. We're in for some turbulence, I'm afraid. So, for your own safety, would you please return to your seats and make sure your seatbelt is fastened while the fastened seatbelt sign remains on. Thank you. Um, excuse me. You're sitting on my seatbelt. <sighs> Thanks. <clears throat> Conversation 10. I'm sorry, but this bag is too heavy to take on as hand luggage. You're only allowed six kilos. You'll have to check it in, I'm afraid, sir. But I've got my computer and everything in there. And, and gifts for my family. Conversation 11. I'm afraid I'll have to check your hand luggage too, madam. Could you open the side pocket and uh, would you mind not smoking, please? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Conversation 12. Have you got anything smaller, sir? Don't think I can change a 20. Huh? Oh, uh, just a minute, I'll see. Conversation 13. There's been a change to the schedule for flight BA761 to Buenos Aires. This flight will now depart from gate 59. Would all passengers travelling to Buenos Aires please go to gate 59? Gate 50 what? Conversation 14. Right, that's fine. Thank you, madam. You can go through now. What? You've just unpacked everything in my suitcase. How am I supposed to go through like this? Conversation 15. Could you switch off your laptop now, please, sir? We're about to land. Huh? Oh, yes, of course. Conversation 16. Here you are. Keep the change. Oh, thank you very much, madam. Have a good flight. Conversation 17. Excuse me. Um... Do you think I could have an alarm call at half past six tomorrow morning? Certainly, madam. Could I have your room number, please? Conversation 18. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Flight BA761 to Buenos Aires is now ready for boarding. Would you please have your passports and boarding cards ready for inspection? And about time too. <laughs> I think one of the funniest ones is obviously with the customs guy. Okay, so if you guys got customs for that one, but it's crazy how they just unpack everything and they just, just and they just, and again, the lady said, How am I supposed to go anywhere? I just think that was so funny. I remember one time I was bringing a book 
and I have brought a book with me and I flew Air Asia. I don't know why I would do such a thing. I think it was Malaysia Air Asia uh, to KL, Malaysia, right? And the problem is Malaysia is very, ugh, right? Some of them are just animals, uh, the security. And I remember I came through and I was like, okay, so is this your bag? Very rudely. And I'm like, okay, well, these are typical Typical security, typical immigration, feel bad, have empathy for them. Nobody will ever remember them ever again. But anyways, he said, oh, it's a book. And he looked at my book, he picked it up and he went through all the pages, like, like with the real quick swipe. And I said, Ooh, oh my God, what is it? Do you think you're I'm fucking hiding cocaine in my fucking book? Oh my God, man. And so I totally understand that lady's uh, response, but I guess some people could be very ignorant. You guys already know how, how some individuals are. So, anywho, let's go over some travel tips now and let's break these down. So, here we go. Bruce Tolgan, okay, his top tips for travel. Now, it says here, mix business with pleasure. If you're going someplace nice, uh, try to bring your spouse. Now, if you're, I don't, well, again, I've never been on a, well, man, I remember I used to go on business trips back in 2016 and stuff to get a visa and I would stay at a business hotel. I thought it was amazing. So fantastic, right? Uh, but to be honest with you, since then, I really haven't been on business trips. So I really can't, you know, say that I have been. But again, if you're going on a business trip and depending on what business you're in, to bring a wife, it could be maybe highly stressful. To being a husband, it could be stressful because maybe you want your time to get ready to prepare and stuff like that. And with them around, it's very difficult. But other people like such as the biggest speakers in the world, they work with their wives. So their wives are always there because they bring that sense of calm and so many other things to them. So I guess, you know, it just really all depends. If you're in a relationship where, you know, this constant bickering and challenging and people are always pissed off and then maybe not but again if you enjoy and you should the your spouse so much and you enjoy their being and everything bring them just make sure you don't keep your eye off the prize all right so number two use hotel time wisely he says work out watch movies that your partner will never want to watch and ask for a nice suit now, I am, I don't understand. Watch movies that your partner would never watch. I don't understand what that attack was about. I totally don't agree with that. First and foremost, you're not going to put on a TV in the theater, except the TV that's already on that has really good jazz music playing. That happened at Sintesa Jimbaran, and that also happened at Anantara uh, in Wahim when I had gone there. And so I love that type of music. Um, but watching movies on TV, first of all, no because it's Netflix. Second of all, you're not going to watch movies while you're on holiday. Unless, I don't know, based on circumstances, I probably would never do that, right? As for a nice view, always essential, right? Uh, and again, yeah, and working out, obviously, if you can, in the morning, some people, they like to sleep in. Sometimes I like to wake up and, you know, sit on the balcony and I'm like, man, I really don't really give a damn about any, you know, working out. It depends on what hotel we're staying at, right? Very, very important. Hotel matters the most. And again, if you're going to have a staycation at the hotel, it has to be a resort. I'm talking about an, an amazing resort. I'm talking about Anantara Resort. All right. I'm, even the Sintesa and Jimbaran, that wasn't as special 
as uh, Anantara and Wahid because see, Pesach Jimbaran, okay, you got yourself a bar, you got this, you know, you got a couple of things of use at the top, but other than that, you really don't have much at the hotel. So it's not a really, a, it's not like a phenomenal resort. Now, Anantara, you have the beach, you have badminton, you have games, you have massage, you have a pool bar, you have an exclusive pool bar, you have this, you have that, you have different activities, you can play pool. Oh my God, it's just phenomenal. You see what I mean? So if you're staying at a horrible hotel, you want to get the hell out of the hotel and don't spend much on the hotel, okay? Uh, but if you're staying at a resort, you may, you want to make sure you spend a lot of time at the resort, depending on what country you're in and stuff. So anyways, let's keep it going. Stay away from amateur travelers whenever possible, especially in lines and on planes. Now, what is an amateur traveler? This is someone that holds up a lot of time. So me... I'm getting ready to travel, as a matter of fact, tomorrow. Now, I'm doing this podcast before, but I'm traveling tomorrow. Now, I like to get there early. And in Thailand, I love to stay away from old people. I'm not being, you know, stereotypical towards old people, but they ask too many ridiculous, unnecessary-ass questions. They are so unbelievably inconsiderate in this country, and they hold up the time and do not give a damn about anyone else. So I stay the hell away from them, okay? That's what I do. And I love staying away from them because they really just get up my goddamn nerves. Now, amateur travelers, backpackers, they're really not amateur travelers. Business travelers aren't amateur, but you just want to stay away from the people who look clueless. And it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Me, everyday life, personal life out here in Thailand, I got to stay away from people in long lines and stuff like that. And if I go into a restaurant and, you know, the waitress just seems completely clueless, I walk right back out. You know, if I go to information, which I did today at the mall top, I totally different personal life. And I'm getting ready to ask her a question. If five women are looking at me like just completely, uh, uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother the whole walk out. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so anyways, here we go. The most important thing, number four, he has learned is to be Zen when traveling. When there is a problem, it helps to be emotionless. Um, uh, hey, no, uh, me, I'm solution-based. To be emotionless while traveling, listen, you know what? I live, I don't know how many kilometers, to be honest. Yeah, I live probably about 40 kilometers or so from the airport. Now, it, I cannot be zen because it's Thailand. Anything could happen in Bangkok. Now, if you live in the, oh, like Sukhothai, if you live in, now Chiang Mai, I can't do that because the traffic is absolutely horrific. But there are many different places, obviously, around Thailand where the airports are so small. You park there, you check in, there you are. Beautiful, right? But in Bangkok and at the biggest airports, it's chaos, right? So from the moment I leave my home until I get to departure, or me, even when the plane takes off, I'm in full anxiety mode. Because getting to the train, the sorry-ass motorcycle taxis might not be there. They're lazy as hell. Getting on the train, there could be a delay. Not often, but there could be. You never know. Going to the big Bangsu Grand Station and there being the red line and the red line just open, you know, full service. Although it is the most efficient in Thailand, there could be a delay. Getting off, going to check-in. The check-in women could be totally batshit racist. <laughs> I'm in Thailand, people. This is how they look at brown, beautiful caramel folks. Okay, the macchiatos, the cappuccinos of the world. 
This is how they do. Okay, that's not how I am, and I'm not accepted there. You have beliefs of me, but this is how they do. Going into security. Now, normally, now I'm flying domestic, so I have no problems. But when I fly international, the immigration and the government officers are the most disgusting human beings in the world. It's not so much the men. Maybe two out of every ten of the men try to go through page by page in my passport, suspecting that I am a Nigerian scammer. You know what I mean? But it's mainly the women who are just so, just completely goddamn clueless in this country. Not all of them. I've met some wonderful folks, okay? But I'm just saying, the ones who do believe and know that there are some clueless, racist-ass human beings, you are the problem because you know people who are like that. <laughs> so anyways... But when I'm in another country, you can't be sent in a taxi in Bali and Defensa, Indonesia. You can't be sent when you're in a taxi in Kuala Lumpur when this guy's taking lefts and rights and not taking you to your location. Are you crazy? No. Okay. Now, with flights and things out of your control, absolutely be zen about it. But you can't be zen about the crazy. Okay, because the crazy is the crazy, and the crazy will forever be crazy. <laughs> oh, hi. So anyways, let's go into number five. Avoid, okay, uh, this is it. Avoid connections whenever possible. Take direct flights. Now, I agree to a certain extent. I would never connect in Kuala Lumpur because I know Kuala Lumpur is notorious for delays. Connecting in Bangkok is probably... The dumbest thing that any human being in the world in this universe can do because Thailand has an obsession with delays and traffic. But connecting in Singapore, oh hell yeah, you already know. You know, one of my friends was like, hey, let's go to Japan. I said, okay, she said, I'm gonna take Air Asia. I said, I'm good. Well, what airline are you gonna take? Oh, maybe Singapore. So you're gonna fly to Singapore and stay there, then fly. If I could fly Singapore Airlines and stay at Changi International for a few hours and enjoy that beautiful airport and then fly to Japan, knowing that I am safe and sound, absolutely. Now, I would love to do a direct flight from here to Japan. Japan Airlines, ANA, I think they do fly direct. Absolutely, I'll do that. I'll do ANA and Japan Airlines direct ever before doing Singapore Airlines, right? Or cafe. I can't do cafe because I'm scared of Hong Kong. No offense to my, I love y'all Hong Kong folks. It's just, boy, it's a lot, you know, this transition. They, they, they love harassing me at the airport. <laughs> Black man, you already know the story. Uh, I would love to try Eva, but uh, that, I would be flying east before I fly north. That's just too much. So anyways, maybe connected in Doha. They're claiming that it's the number one, but I think that's total bullshit. I don't believe Doha is number one. Singapore is 50 years ahead of its time. So don't even try saying the number one airport is Doha. Okay, that's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> don't even try it. I'm not even going to get into all the context in which, oh, if I give somebody a high five, you're going to arrest me. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not even going to get into all that. Okay, so uh, yeah, sorry. Changi, you are free. Okay, and don't even try saying you're any European. Uh, no offense to my Germans, my, you know, my folks in England. Uh, okay, Stuttgart. All right, Munich. Uh, forget about it. All right, not even close, okay? No, all right, let's just put it that way. No, so try not to do serious work, okay? That requires concentration on the plane because it may find you, you might be half effective as normal. 
Agreed. 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 Not me. I'm going to do work on the train. And it's not so much work. It's me about just uploading content. So first train, a lot of uploading. Second train, uploading. At the airport, uploading some more. On the plane, might watch some things, do a little uploading. That is going to be it for the rest of the day. Because after that, it's just a pure on celebration. All right, so let's keep it going. For USA to Europe, leave in the evening whenever possible. Sleep on the plane and wake up in the morning at your destination. Now, I'm not a guy that can sleep on the airplane. For some of you, maybe. For me, absolutely not. I can't do it. I cannot, uh-uh, just cannot do it, all right? Um, but if I were to leave at 6 a.m., ooh, no, that's too early. Oh, it's very difficult, because Japan is three hours ahead. So if I leave from here at 9 a.m., ooh, I can arrive there at 7 p.m., a little risky uh, to Japan. So overnight or more than likely, it's likely, but then you're just going to lose an entire day. You might get two hours of not even a deep sleep, depending on what class you're in. It's super difficult to do that. So anyways, uh, that's why, you know, traveling, whether it's east, west, whatever it may be, oh, man, it is a hassle. So here we go. Bring earplugs in case of children. Give very cold vibes to talk to the people. Now, again, not all the people. Remember, I was on that shitty, horrible, ridiculous airline by the name of Vietjet. And I met two wonderful Vietnamese people and talked it up for about an hour on the plane. That never happens in Asia, ever, okay? Ever, 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 ever. Now, in America, maybe. Unless they're weird, but if they're on a plane, for the most part, they're good folks. However, right now, because of the infection, you know, COVID and everything, you don't want to talk and look at anybody because you don't know. And it's not so much of lacking that empathy for different parties and different people and stuff. I just feel like, for the most part, you know, there's, oh my God, the wind is crazy out here. I do apologize if you guys hear a lot of wind on my background, but, you know, I'm trying my best to, like, keep it away. But anyways, okay, so with that being said, people, um, because you don't know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated, uh, they're not requiring people to be vaccinated to fly on airplanes yet. Uh, but again, if you're sitting next to someone who's unvaccinated and they're a carrier, you see what I mean? You don't want to talk to anyone on a plane. And the thing is, people are just fighting on airplanes anyways in America. So you just want to stay away from all that. <laughs> stay away from it. So anyways, um, but yes, children, okay, bring earplugs or bring headphones. Be careful with your headphones. Don't turn it up to max volume. Remember, I was someone who had tinnitus uh, a year ago, and now it's next to none. I really don't hear it anymore, especially if I'm outside. Uh, it's very, very faint, right? And it's probably going to go away in the next couple of months and stuff, like entirely. And it has. It has. Some mornings I wake up in pure silence. It's amazing. Um, but use earphones, noise cancellation, because, boy, when you're flying, like, and don't sit at the front of the cabin. Sit always at the back. The front of the cabin, that's where the children are with their parents, okay? And some people in these garbage, you know, these garbage journalists are saying, the kids aren't the problem. You're the problem. No, you suck at parents and you're the problem. Okay. All right. I ain't trying to hear all that. Oh my God. Got to get your noise canceling earphones, man. You got to. <sighs> okay. Let's keep it going. Drink tons of water. Pack very light. Never check bags. Well, the thing is you can't never check bags. It's dumb. Check bags for international. Yes. Got to get there way early though. Okay. Drink tons of water. Eh, okay. Okay. But not on the plane. 
Okay, and don't drink that much before the plane. Drink about an hour and a half before that. All right, you don't want to drink too because you don't want to risk and overexpose yourself going left to right and obviously going to the front of the cabin. Uh, you know, it, based on the situation, the current situation right now, right? And then the last two are really dumb. Use blank time wisely, uh, sleep, read, and sort receipts and business cards. I don't know who keeps the receipts. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Uh, me, no. Uh, business cards, uh, I really don't meet that many people on that type of scale. The most business cards I ever got was after my presentation at the BIDC two years ago, okay? That was three of them. <laughs> and the last one, use airport time wisely. Stretch, walk, read magazines. Nobody reads magazines anymore, okay? And newspapers. No one has newspapers anymore, okay? While you're waiting, make phone calls. Ah, you know, uh, phone calls, but on, yeah, of course, of course. You could do that. B, I can use air, I use airport time very wisely. At Changi International, I could take a shower, okay? I could watch a movie. I could do this. I could do that. Here at Bangkok Airport and me going domestic, you know, I'll use it wisely, go to my favorite place, the coffee club, get myself a nice, big, beautiful breakfast. Uh, after that, get myself a latte, uh, do a nice little waking up, get some work done, make sure I hydrate before and after, and especially once I get to the airport. Um, and, you know, and just make sure that I just build that up over time. That's what I love so much about, uh, what is it, Changi, uh, not Changi, but, you know, just get to the airport early. So I'm always busy. I always have my earphones in. I'm always going, you know, and because that airport and the domestic travel is actually very big and beautiful. It's brand new. It's very comfortable as opposed to the international airport at Dongmyung International. That place is the biggest giant piece of shit on the planet. Suwana Poom's good just because they have Dean and DeLuca. Now the seating, oh, and the lounges. If you got money, you can go into the lounges. You doing it big. Congratulations. You doing it big. Let me say it one more time. You doing it big but not me. <laughs> oh, hi. So anyways, with that being said, people, those are your travel tips. Okay. I disagree with some of them and those were some short conversations for you. So I hope you enjoyed this wonderful podcast. If you have any questions, let me know and I will be seeing you in the next one. I'm your host as always over and out.